Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. First time since 2013, Big Sky Conference basketball teams from the same school are heading to the NCAA tournament in the same year. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday afternoon in Boise, Idaho, the Montana State women's basketball team completed their run to the Big Sky Conference tournament championship by outlasting Northern Arizona 75-64, who advanced to the NCAA tournament for the second time under 17th year head coach Trisha Binford. MSU junior point guard Darian White scored 10 of her 17 points in the game's final minutes as Montana State endured a 17-0 NAU run to advance to the first big dance since 2017. Saturday evening in the final of 20 games throughout the week, Montana State men left no doubt. Tournament's top seed and league's outright regular season champions rode senior point guard Xavier Bishop to an 87-66 coronation over Northern Colorado to advance to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1996. Bishop scored 19 points and dished out 8 assists on the way to earning tournament MVP honors, while Ahmed Adamu scored 10 of his 16 points in the second half as the Bobcats pulled away. The MSU men earned a number 14 seed and will play third-seeded Texas Tech in San Diego on Friday at 11.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. The MSU women take a number 16 seed to the big dance and will play number one and defending national champion Stanford at Maples Pavilion on the Cardinal campus. The game tips at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
What's up, Montana? Welcome back. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. And look who I found. My great friend Ryan Tutel will join me here for the second hour of our Monday show. One of only a couple shows we have here in the Garden City before we hit the road one more time. We're heading to San Diego, California, bright and early on Thursday morning. Montana State, the winners of the Big Sky Men's Basketball Tournament Championship, they are heading to sunny San Diego to take on Texas Tech. The Bobcats a 14 seed, Texas Tech a 3 seed. The Montana State women, they are also heading to the Golden State. They take on number one ranked and defending national champion Stanford in Stanford. That's a pretty good draw, huh, Gus? You know, I I thought <laughs> my, my big prediction was that Coach K's last game was going to be a loss to Montana State as like the two seed oh my God. in the men's tournament. But Wouldn't that's that not something? the draw that Montana State got. So good for the Lady Cats then to get Stanford. I mean, you, the like, look, I, whatever the draw is, if you're, you know, in the women's tournament, well, don't you just want to play Stanford? Like, yeah, sure, let's sure, line them up. Let's sure. go play Stanford for crying out loud, you know? So good for them. It's interesting, too. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But visiting in today's first hour, we did the Montana basketball hour, sharing sound from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, Leon Costello, Montana State athletic director, Brian Holsinger, the head coach of Lady Grizz, following his first season at the helm. Sort of a little recap. We also talked some Grizz hoops, what they need to do next to sort of keep pace with the Bobcats, which is something that we had never said in my 15 years covering the Big Sky. It was always Montana State and everybody else trying to keep pace with the Grizz men. We analyzed that a little bit. Also talked about some buzzer beaters to win some high school state championships. Pretty cool. Braden Cook hits a buzzer beater to win a semifinal game to then lift Helena Capital into the AA state championship game. But the walk-off of the weekend, Dougie Peoples. Have you seen this video on Twitter? Did you watch any of this? Dougie Peoples from Butte Central hit a shot at the buzzer to cap a 37-point night and win the state championship. I mean, it's not, there's, you couldn't write a better story than that. And it looked like it, it, it looked like a bowling ball knocking over <laughs> pins, but the pins were people. Like when the shot went down, the entire other team, and I mean, it's 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 high school sports. I mean, this is what you get, like the raw emotion of For it, sure. you know? And, uh, and, and the kids on the losing team, you know, go down, just, uh, you know, demoralized. And the winning team, you know, of course, celebrates. And you see this dichotomy play out in front of you. What a shot, though, to get that shot. thing done. Unbelievable. And, yeah, with everything on the line, what more do you want than that? It's uh, so interesting, too, because we both have a great reverence for Butte, Montana, Butte, America. Love it. And when you and I were at one of the great football state championship games yes. we ever watched. yeah. It was, I, I believe that the, uh, I believe the the uh, re- the rivalry game, the the Bobcat Grizzly game, was in Bozeman that year. That's correct. So you and I stopped in Butte, had a little Montana club, and then went on over to Naranchi Stadium, one of the great venues in high school sports in Montana, mm-hmm. and watched a Will Disley led. Little do we know that Will Disley was going to be the starting tight end for the Seattle. Well, I shouldn't say little did we know. We thought he was going to be pretty good, but uh, starting tight end in the NFL, leading the Bozeman Hawks, and they lose on a walk off to Jake Dennehy, who hits a 46-yard field goal at the horn. And I was thinking when Dougie Peoples hit that, I was thinking, Dougie Peoples, Jake Dennehy, 
and Tommy Mallott should all go out and butte one night and see what happens. I think it'd be the greatest night of the history of your lives. Well, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> the same thing that happens at butte every night. <laughs> somebody's not going to buy drinks for you, know, because right. everybody's buying them for you, and then somebody's going to get in a fight. Like That's what's going to happen in butte. I don't think those guys are going to be paying for Not any. them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I, I do think that those three go to any steakhouse in butte, though. They got the, so got the on, meals It's on the house. For, that's right. For sure. Well, uh, if you missed anything in the first hour of the show, we have it for you on the podcast, which is probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as The Advocates. If you want to listen to the show, stream the show, your mobile devices, your cell phones, tablets, computers, whatever, head on over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, and you will find the stream. Also, if you want to be a part of the show, got questions, comments, anything you want to know about the Big Sky Conference Tournament or State AA Basketball, any of the state tournaments from around the state, the NCAA Tournament, any of that stuff, Call us or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Gus, you were uh, texting me while I was doing my ESPN Plus hits in my pink jackets. Yes, looking great. And uh, you watched a little bit of this Big Sky Tournament, specifically the, the men's side and, and the Montana schools. Yeah, well, yeah. So, uh, just first question, what, what do you think of just Montana State in general right now? Because we sort of saw the... Athletic Department, building some momentum when you, when you were still doing the show with me through the end of the 2020 calendar year. But but since you stepped away from being a full-time media guy, MSU, MSU Athletics has really exploded. I was going through it. It's been since 2004 that you had a, a team that a school that played FCS football, advanced to the national championship game in football, and advanced to the men's and women's basketball tournaments in basketball. The last time that that trifecta happened was in 2004 at the University of Montana when Bobby Houck was in his second season and um, Larry Kostowiak was in his first year at yeah, the helm yeah. for his alma mater uh, for men's basketball. And, of course, the you know the height of the Robin Selvig era, well, I guess the height of the Robin Selvig era lasts about 30 years, but it was they were still rolling with the Lady Grizz. But uh, it, it, new heights for MSU. And this has been a banner year so far for the Bobcats. Well, let's start with the women because... In 2020, the Montana State women's basketball team was one of the great basketball teams in the history of the Big Sky Conference. And it was so disappointing that COVID came and ruined, you know, that. I mean, everything, right? But that for Trisha Binford and that team that was so, you know, senior-laden with this unbelievable star point guard in Darian White who obviously goes ahead and shows up and, and is the, you know, the conf- or the tournament MVP uh, this season. But that was a team that was destined, first of all, for a very good seed, I think, relatively speaking, in, in 2020. For sure. Because they were like a 27-win team. This Bobcat completely. team is 22-12. and 12. They needed right. to win these three games to even get over that 20 win right, mark. Right, right, right. So, but I'm not, I, you know, I'm not that surprised. But my, I guess my point is, is that Montana's, first of all, when you shake it up like with everything, a zero year when it comes to uh, eligibility mixed in there, who knows what teams are going to be when they reestablish, you know, basically two years later after the fact. But Montana State was clearly the best team in the Big Sky Conference the last time we were watching women's basketball, and they continued that. For sure. So congratulations to Coach Brinford and that team for sort of, it, it's a continuation of the last chapter, and I'm I'm happy for them that they did that. So that's, I, it, but is it surprising that they did not? Not necessarily. The Montana State men, being the the double champs, the the, the, the regular season champions, and then the, the winning the tournament, which are two very different things to pull off for sure. 
and what Danny Sprinkle has accomplished in three years um, has to exceed even the most optimistic expectations sure. of, of anybody when you you know when you talk about the, the the school and what they did. And he's not doing it with a bunch of new faces. He didn't. He he just kept right on going with Amin Adamu and the whole the whole cast and crew. Obviously, getting them to stay, getting them to buy in, grow in the program, uh, and Jabril Bell and the, the whole rest of 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 that team. But for them to be definitively, I mean, they're the best team in the Big Sky Conference, period. Like, there's no, the only two metrics that matter are what did you do in the regular season and what did you do in the tournament? Well, guess what they did? They won them both. And so that is uh, amazing. He's the unanimous coach of the year and 100% should be. I know there's other guys who've done, who've taken over very difficult situations and done very admirable jobs. Sure. But, I mean, the best coach in the Big Sky Conference this season did there's not a question about it. So to to watch them be able to do what they've done um, is is really remarkable, and they're they're a very fun team to watch. It'll be it'll be interesting, but fun to watch them take on uh, uh, Texas Tech, and it will be it will be odd for much of the country, and even for us here, to see Montana State. Yep. In uniform, in an, in a big dance, you know what I mean. That's that's that is a wild thing. But yeah, I mean things have exploded in Bozeman as sort of the epicenter of the larger explosion that has happened in the state of Montana. I think a lot of which is good. Some of which is you know you get some you know okay prices or whatever et cetera et cetera. But um, you know they're riding that wave as a department, as a university, as a city, and and uh, and so good for them. Congratulations all the way around. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas, Ryan Tutel coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Hope you're having an outstanding Monday evening. We're back from Boise, but just for a few days, taking the show on the road one last time for this basketball season. Well, I guess I shouldn't say one last time. If Montana State somehow made it to the Sweet 16, we'd probably figure out a way to go to that. But uh, I was looking at the odds the other night. Montana State is 1,000 to 1 odds to win the uh, NCAA National Championship, which is actually maybe better than I'd give them, right? No, I think what it is is they don't go more than 1,000, <laughs> right. and so there's like probably 23 teams that are all 1,000 right, to 1. You right. can't get better or, or right. longer odds than that. Uh, that's yeah. right. Well, I thought this was... Uh, sort of revealing. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much, but I do think that while there's so much awesome positivity around this time of year and, and March Madness is so great, also the brackets this year for both men's and women's and the pairings of schools that have both teams going to the NCAA tournament, combined with this statistic, there's only 10 of the 60 Power 5 teams in the country that didn't send either their men's or women's basketball team to the tournaments or to a bowl. And then you look mm. at the schools that are sending both teams to the NCAA tournament. There's 26 of them, which is a fair wow. amount. Wow, yeah. And for all of the Longwoods and Montana States and Bryants that there are, it's mostly Indiana and Iowa and Auburn and, yeah. and Georgia and Florida. And I guess Florida's not in it, but regardless, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't want to go down the negative route of it, but maybe something that's not being analyzed as much as the stratification between the Power Five and everybody else is on full display right now. I think it's on full display with the fact that so many programs that are invested fully in football and, and men's and women's basketball, they're dominating the national landscapes in both tournaments. Who cares? <laughs> right. I mean, uh, uh, of... Winning begets winning, but also money begets winning. So right. if you get, you know, if you've got that, then 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 you know, good for you. You know, people, uh, uh, we all know that there's a huge gap in resources between 
what you've got at the top of the SEC and what you've got at the bottom of the MAC, sure. for instance. And obviously, you get into the Big Sky and the Mountain West, yep. or, you know, all that. Okay, okay, fine. Roll the ball out there and play. Well, and I do, I do think that the one, the Big Sky is so far away from the Power Five. So you're right. Who cares? Or in this neck of the woods, I mean, it's not the same even discussion. And we like Big Sky conference sports, FCS level sports for objectively way different reasons than we even like the power fives it's yeah. just totally different in terms of just the structure because it's 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 different it's a different level of amateurism compared to semi-professional sports mm-hmm. as it were mm-hmm. but the um th- there's just there's so many things that go into all this but the mountain west is a league that i think because of it, it being out west got really jobbed when it came to the bracket mm. I follow a lot of the Mountain West writers just because we sort of are similar. And, and a lot of times Mountain West jobs, particularly at hoops, when they come open, they're going to you know draw guys like Jeff Linder, who was at Northern Colorado, to Wyoming. Sure. And, and you know, you're always hearing Travis DeKear's name in the offseason. You're about to start hearing Danny Spriggle's name in the offseason. Yeah, you are. For sure. But just a little side story. Uh, Boise State I've been following heavily because I, I follow a couple of the guys that cover them. And Boise State was a 27-1 basketball team this year. They were the regular season and tournament champions in the Mountain West. Yesterday, they got their flights delayed, so they weren't able to make it back to Boise for their own selection show. So they found out their seating on the plane, and they got the worst draw ever. They got an eight seed. You think, okay, Mountain West champs, maybe that's about right, the eight seed, but I I don't think so. I think you deserve the six or seven, because I think the Mountain West is better than that. But then they also have to play a Memphis team that has been up and down but has had the number one recruiting class in the country two years in a row mm. under Penny Hardaway. I mean, I mean, I've been watching The Harder Way, which is the little TV show about it. And, yeah. I mean, you're talking future NBA players. So it is sort of uh, too bad that the Mountain West, which I think is probably, if you were to say in, in hoops, there's the Power Five, then there's the Big East, then there's the Mountain West to me. So I think that maybe they were a little bit underrated. And Wyoming having to play the playing game, too, I think is a little bit of a, a slight when it mm. comes to uh, the Mountain West in general. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Ryan Tutel joining me. Coulter Nuanas here on 102.9 FM ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. Okay, last question for you on this before we talk about some NFL free agency. Yeah. As always, and as you and I used to always love, with... One side of the rivalry having success. The other side of the rivalry uh, is left wondering. And I do think that Montana State for so long did such a good job of when the Grizz were kicking their butts, saying, well, what do we need to do to catch the Grizz? I do think there's a dynamic that exists right now where the Grizz need to realize Montana State's kicking their butt in a lot of stuff right now. How And people could say, well, we beat them in football, and it's true. And I think the football's actually the, the closest of the three main sports right, that we Football's have. pretty even at the uh, right, moment. Totally, right? totally. Like yeah. The Cats got a better draw in the playoffs, but, I mean, you're, you're talking about two top five programs. I mean, they're right there, and they yeah. both have great facilities, great coaches, all that stuff. But men's and women's basketball, to see the way that it's been flipped has been sort of stunning because Montana – has better tradition than anybody but Weber State in men's basketball and better tradition than anybody but maybe five schools in the whole country in women's basketball, yet it's Montana State that's going dancing on both sides. So how much of a sort of alarm or alert is this to to Grizz athletics as a whole? I don't know. Um, I think it, it, it depends on how you feel, uh, you know. The, does the department take into consideration what's happening at the other state school, whether it's Montana State looking at Montana or Montana looking at Montana State, and use that as a barometer or a litmus test for what it is that they're going to do. 
I think in football, the answer is unequivocally yes. Yeah. Every the, the first and last, and there's a lot of questions in between, but the first and last question about football is how are you compared to the neighbor? For sure. Period. Okay? It's the only sport, though, that is that way. Right, because in, in football, you're battling so a lot of your great players that you're battling for and recruiting are coming from Montana. That's mm-hmm. not the case when it comes to basketball. And so, you know, when you look at the departments, um, first of all, there's a whole lot of sports where it's at one school or the other, but not both. Right. So there's a lot of competition that's happening that doesn't involve Montana versus Montana State, whether it's, you know, rodeo and skiing or hockey or whatever. You know, whatever. Well, there's, there is hockey now. Thank goodness for that. That's no, great. No question. It was so Love fun it. This year. Oh, yeah. The hockey's been awesome. But you, you, know, you know what I'm saying, you know, softball and so on. So... It's, and it's also, it is it is a notoriously sort of ambiguous thing to assess what's the better athletic department. You know, they give this Capital One Cup, right, every year to the best athletic department, you know, in the country. You know who cares about that? Nobody. <laughs> no one cares. Because it's like, well, all right, you put in some formula and you said you won X number of national championships, right. Stanford. Okay, you won, you know, you won soccer, you won baseball, you won, you know, right. a right, w- right. women's basketball tournament. And that's all great and good for all of those teams. But nobody thinks that Stanford's a better athletic department than Alabama. Right. No one does. <laughs> right. right? Totally. And, or, or, or Auburn or, or whatever. Or, but, yeah, yeah, so, totally. so you know, it, all it, I mean, that's. You know, that's a money thing for a credit card. Okay, fine. Sure, but sure. Um, the I don't know, and I mean that genuinely, I think that it matters, but I don't know how much that it matters or how much interest people take in going, oh, well, that athletic department, that group of, you know, the school sports there is overall better or worse than the school sports at the other place. I don't know. Well, and that's why I, I tried to imply this in, in hour number one, but I'll make my full point here. When you're specifically talking about Montana men's and women's basketball, and you're comparing it to the two tournament champions in the Montana State Bobcats, but also comparing it to the rest of the Big Sky, the narrative is distinctly different than it has been for the rest of the league in concern to comparing themselves to Montana. Mm -hmm. For so long, it was about how do we invest in basketball like Montana has? How do we catch the Grizzlies? The Grizzlies don't need to worry about how do they catch the Bobcats. The Grizzlies simply need to worry about reattaining their place. A lot of people would say their rightful place atop the league. And I'm not saying they are preordained and or entitled to being the best programs in the conference. No, they have one of the great basketball arenas in in the country, especially for a small school. And when Dahlberg's rocking, Dahlberg's rocking. And there's a reason why, you know, even this Grizz men's team, they weren't that good. But they went 14-3 and three at home because yeah. of the home court advantage. So you don't have to – if you're Montana, I think that the Cats win in the two tournaments is not necessarily, well, how do we catch the Cats? You don't have to catch the Cats. You already have entrenched intrinsic tradition and uh, success. You have so many more resources. I mean, at the end of the day, even though Montana State just cut down the nets on both sides, and, and even though the gap, especially on the women's side, has closed quite a bit, the two best jobs in the Big Sky Conference when it comes to basketball jobs – are the head coaches for the men's and women's basketball teams at the University of Montana. So yeah. if you're the Grizz, all you have to do is just remember that and reattain your spot atop the league. Yeah, I mean, I think that that for basketball in particular, the answer is internal. Right, when you're at the exactly. University exactly. of Montana. And, um, and obviously for, for Coach Holsinger, I mean, this is year one. Right. And it's it's... It's a whole new it's a whole new deal. I mean, now for the first time, you talk about obviously what what Coach Selvig did all those years, 
but this is now for the first time in how, you know, basically the existence of the University of Montana, that they're going in a whole new direction from outside right. of the University of Montana. I mean, they have international players. They have junior college players. The, the, they have four-star recruits right. coming in. But also a things. coach who's not part of the lineage, you for know, sure. like, of course, like Shannon Schwain is and even Mike Petrino, who was then on that staff and for then sure. moved over for the interim year. So it is, it's a brand new slate in that regard but what is not a brand new slate is the history which you alluded to before that you that you should and would want to embrace i would think in every single way and there's also no question that the most support from a community from a school standpoint for women's basketball and probably for men's basketball as well is in missoula when you talk about the big sky conference so you know i don't think that people uh, i don't think that's you know, in question. So now it's it's a process to see how does Brian Holsinger do in terms of establishing what he wants the identity of this group, uh, you know, of this team to be, the players he's able to attract and how he goes about doing that. And, and we won't know that for, you know, probably two years, you know, another year or two at least uh, as he goes about doing what, you know, what he's going to do as the head coach. You know, with Travis DeCure, this is a, a relatively down season only because the the expectation and the level has been set exactly so right. high by well, him and, we, and, 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 and we, that staff. We over talked the years. exactly about that. We don't even ever really consider giving the Grizz leeway that we'd probably give to a lot of other oh. programs because because of the standard mm-hmm. Travis DeCure has set. Because he has proven to be such an excellent recruiter and coach and in tournaments and and you know representative of the history of Grizz basketball, all of that, and so. We sort of secondarily push it aside where yeah. Montana's three best players this year were all sophomores. We're like, well, but they started the league season eight and two. They should win the league. They beat Weber State. They beat mm-hmm. Montana State. They beat Southern Utah. They beat all the best teams in the league. So sometimes we over-elevate their expectations just because of the name on the front With of the With that in mind, it does add an element of starkness yeah. when it's not Weber State that won the tournament right. and is going. It's not Eastern Washington. Right. It's the Bobcats. That's right. You know, and, and, and so... Again, I mean, there's you, you can't over-communicate the deservedness and the congratulations to Montana State on what they've accomplished. Um, but also, when you look at a, again, I, I would not call it a down season, but it wasn't at the same level as what it's been, you know, basically the duration of, of Coach DeCure's uh, uh, tenure. You go, well, that's... That is interesting. But uh, this has so much more to do to me with Danny Sprinkle and what he's done and and maybe the department at large, but certainly him in particular. I mean, the department was doing great for for quite a number of years, and the men's basketball team was basically one and done that's in the right. tournament. That's right. That's right. Uh, and so, you know, this... Like it or not, the, 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 the success basically of college athletics has to do with two things, resources and support. Yep. Secondarily, and first and foremost, is who is the person yep. who is the heads. head coach of that team, period. That's, that's and exactly so right. uh, that's that's where you're at right now with it, in my view. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, Ryan Tutel riding shotgun with me, Coulter Nuanas here on a Monday. Hope you're having an outstanding Monday evening. Our bracket challenge is live. You can go to ESPN.com. Just search Nuanas Now Bracket Challenge. It'll be right there for you. We'll post it on all our social medias as well. Let's get as many entries as possible. How about these for prizes? First place, worth almost $1,500. Got $400 cash from Paradise Falls. We got a $250 gift card from Dazzler's Car Wash, a $100 gift card from Warden's Market. 
We got a memorabilia box from Zootown Sports Cards worth almost $750. We also got a $50 gift card from the AC Hotel and some pitchers of beer from Katie O'Keefe's. Second place, gift cards from Dazzlers, Tagliari, Paradise Falls, AC Hotel, and the Desperado. That's valued about $750. And third prize, we got about $200 worth of prizes, including Dazzlers, Tagliari, AC Hotel, and Katie O'Keefe's gift cards. Now, let me just, I, I want to clarify two things here. <laughs> okay. First of all, I know that I'm here now. Yeah. And I realize that formerly my name was on the marquee uh-huh, with yours. Uh-huh. Okay. But I'm not receiving money for this appearance that That's I'm right. making. That's right. So in the event, which will be, uh, you know, falling into a pit of money sort of luck that I end up with a with a, with a top uh, yeah. return on this thing, I fully expect all the prizes that come with hey, the finish. Hey, okay? Here's the thing is so many of our giveaways, we're doing random drawings or mm, number mm, generators mm. or you guys are writing essays and you guys are submitting and we're picking and choosing and, and you know, all of the engagements and all that stuff. This is just whoever wins wins, right? And the beauty and we, of, we, we can't pick or rig this thing. If you win, you win. If you don't, you that's don't. That's right. So but you are win. still out. No, I'm out myself. Andrew Houghton, we're that's out. Right. Riley Corker, and he's out Houghton, because get he's, him out. Get, you know, get he's, he's, so he's coming with us. To, but to, I'm to in, baby. I'm that's going right. up against all of you on this one. And the other thing I want to know: how many uh, returns can we put in? Just one. One, one entry per one per, entry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. put so in the one entry. Okay, all right. That's good. I'm looking forward to this because this is this is a prize pack that I am. I'm really going to go after. You know, I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking about how much I don't know about college basketball while I fit, fill out my brackets this year for this one. How about some NFL talk? Big time money going around. Amari Cooper hates Dak Prescott. Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. Russell Wilson going to the Mile High City. We'll give you a recap on everything I missed that I finally just caught up on. Ryan Tutel, Ryan Shackett with me, Colter Nuanas. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. For the first time since 2013, Big Sky Conference basketball teams from the same school are heading to the NCAA tournament in the same year. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday afternoon in Boise, Idaho, the Montana State women's basketball team completed their run to the Big Sky Conference tournament championship by outlasting Northern Arizona 75-64, who advanced to the NCAA tournament for the second time under 17th-year head coach Trisha Binford. MSU junior point guard Darian White scored 10 of her 17 points in the game's final minutes as Montana State endured a 17-0 NAU run to advance to their first big dance since 2017. Saturday evening in the final of 20 games throughout the week, Montana State men left no doubt. Tournament's top seed and league's outright regular season champions rode senior point guard Xavier Bishop to an 87-66 coronation over Northern Colorado to advance to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1996. Bishop scored 19 points and dished out 8 assists on the way to earning tournament MVP honors, while Amin Adamu scored 10 of his 16 points in the second half as the Bobcats pulled away. The MSU men earned a number 14 seed and will play third-seeded Texas Tech in San Diego on Friday at 11.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. The MSU women take a number 16 seed to the big dance and will play number one and defending national champion Stanford at Maples Pavilion on the Cardinal campus. The game tips at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. 
This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Montana. Of all the great opportunities and all the great experiences that returning to Missoula, my hometown, has provided me, you got to say, August 13th, sitting at the very front row of the second section at Washington Grizzly Stadium with my great friends, the Tutel brothers, and a couple <laughs> other guys that we've known since we were kids, and watching Pearl Jam in Missoula. That was one of the greatest moments we've ever had, man. That was so fun. That was a uh, That was a lifetime highlight. There's no doubt about it. Um, I thought you were going to just say doing the show with me. Well, that was, I mean, that's great, too. I can understand why maybe going to see one of the great rock bands of all time <laughs> in your hometown might might barely eclipse it. Well, Ryan Tutel's back in the saddle with me. Coulter Nuanas here on ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for kicking it with us here on your Monday. Hope you're having a fantastic start to your week. Let's talk our way around the NFL. First, a little side note, personal story. I'm sure you guys are getting tired. I think that you guys have realized that Tommy Evans shouldn't be allowed to cook food in his home because that's potential house fires at all times. And <laughs> me, Coulter Nuana, should not be allowed to drive cars because that's also a calamity waiting to happen. So we're coming back from the Big Sky Tournament. We're wiped. We've been you know, working 14, 15-hour days for the duration of the week. Can't complain. Loved it. Loved the grind every single week or every single year. One of my favorite weeks of the year. We're going over Manita Pass. We're just short of Wisdom, Montana. Check engine light goes on. The thing starts overheating. We're bubbling. Oh, no. The engine's going to burst. Somehow the coolant hose pops. All that's to say we have no service at the, mo- at the moment we got broke down. So we're inching our way along, trying to just go 10 miles per hour until we get a a spot and a mile marker. Mm. We get one. All right, now let's make a plan. So we start calling tow truck companies. We're about 30 miles short of Butte. That's all to say I didn't have any sort of cell phone besides just like basic cell coverage. No internet alerts or anything like that until we get back to Butte. We got towed from where we were at to Butte. And you know, we're talking to the the tow truck driver. We're telling him about Butte Central winning the state championship and all that, talking Butte stuff. And we get dropped off at the the mechanics, and I look at my phone, and the first alert I get is Kirk Cousins has signed a one-year contract extension with the Minnesota Vikings, and the second alert I get is Aaron Rodgers has signed a four-year, $200 million contract with the Green Bay Packers, and I thought to myself, well, this day just couldn't go any better. You know what's going to change in the (laughs) NFC North? Nothing. That's, a, that's right. Nothing. This rinse and repeat. <laughs> Packers all day, every day. I mean, at this point, I don't even know. I can't even be a Vikings fan for much longer if they keep on rolling with Kirk Cousins. But, Ryan, you are a big Packers guy. You've said on this show in your various guest appearances throughout the fall that all of the stuff about Aaron Rodgers going to Denver or San Francisco or anywhere besides Lambeau Field wasn't going to happen, and my friend, you are correct. Yeah, well, I mean, that's right. 
I am correct, which is <laughs> I'm a good bet on most things. Uh, that's okay, true. That's just true. stick with me, ride with me, people, and you're going to be okay. Uh, but the uh, you know Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay uh, puts Green Bay to me in the driver's seat in the NFC. Now, well, they, cause that's because everybody's departed the NFC, right? There's, there's it, all the good quarterbacks play in the AFC West now. Is that why I hear? Man. In the AFC, the AFC in general. The AFC in general, right? Right. Uh, I mean, the AFC North ain't bad. No, <laughs> exactly. For sure. um, but the it 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 is great news. Now there is new news about the Green Bay Packers, which is not good news for Packer fans. Which is Devonte Adams, who was signed to the franchise tag, has said that he will not play in the 2022 season under the franchise tag for the Packers. Interesting. So he wants the long-term deal after signing Rodgers to four years, 200 cool million dollars. It's, I don't, I don't know. I don't pretend to know the Packers' financial situation as it pertains to the te- the cap and what they have the sure. availability to do. Sure. Um, but uh, Devontae Adams obviously wants a long-term deal and um, certainly deserves it. And I have no doubt that Aaron Rodgers' signing was... In, in part predicated on the retaining of Devontae Adams. For sure. And so now this is like a kind of a, a, a new open deal. But, yeah, so there you are. And then uh, Tom Brady decides, well, no, he is going to play football. And he's going to come on back. That was the other alert that I got. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady right in a row. It was just going great for me. Um, what I want to know, the only thing I care about Tom Brady returning is – what happens to the guy who paid five hundred eighteen million or five hundred eighteen thousand dollars for Tom Brady's quote, right. last right. touchdown football at the, at the auction? Right. Well, see, <laughs> you know what? If you got a half mil to spend on a football, yeah, you know what? That's true. Keep it. Keep for it. Sure. It's for like sure. McGuire's seventieth home run baseball or whatever right. before all of the steroid stuff and everything. You know what? Go ahead, spend your money and see <laughs> well, how it goes. The other thought I had was that Ryan Tutel decided to retire when mm. he was in his early forties, mm. and he spent eleven months in a truck with his wife and children. And decided he was going to remain retired. Tom Brady retired for two months, spent two months with his wife and children, and said, "Nah, I'm good. I got to so, go back to work." Would you like to hear? Um, <laughs> would you like to hear my theory on that? Um, I think that Tom Brady is such a self-righteous and self-congratulatory person <laughs> that he truly planned on stealing the news cycle in the midst of the NFL playoffs, and then stealing the news cycle again on Selection Sunday. I didn't ask you if you wanted to tell me your theory. Tell me. You ready? Here's ready. what Here's what I think. I haven't read this anywhere. This is okay. right out of the old think tank here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think that he wanted out of Tampa. Mm. And he tried to go the non-burning bridge Carson Palmer route sure. by retiring... But didn't he say he's returning for the Bucks? He has to because they retain right. his rights. So he retired, and then you heard like questions asked, "Hey, would you trade the rights of Tom Brady to somebody to like the, sure. the the GM of the Bucks or whatever?" And they're like, "We love Tom. If he wants to come back, there's a spot for him, but his rights are going nowhere." That's right. And uh, I think when that became clear, he decided, "Okay." I gave it, it, rather than trying to do a, you know, he's got an image to maintain. He doesn't want to be the angry whatever player that's like discontent and wants his way out of, you know, Tampa Bay after two seasons or whatever. But he did want to see if he could find a way, you know, kind of behind the the curtain to uh, maneuver his way somewhere else. I have no idea where. Now, this is, again, 
this is just me talking now. I'm not saying that this is the case. This is what I think is is the case because I don't think that he retired in good faith thinking that he was actually done, you know? Right. And we talked about this. The, like, I mean, we were together on this show days after he had announced this, and it was you and I both agreed that, you know, is he is he actually retired? Who knows, but it will shock neither of us whatsoever if he actually comes back. But, you know, so now he's coming back. Eh, it's fine. More fodder for Carol than she does most sports. Mm. By the way, we're thinking about mm. her. She had a little family medical thing going on over the weekend, but uh, she'll be back at it not this week but next week. But the timing, in terms of her absence, that's okay. Uh, just because we're going to be in San Diego, California on Friday anyways. But the Chico doesn't know sports. She'll be back at it with us next week. So look forward to that as well. It's Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. A lot of people around this neck of the woods have been touting the Broncos as a team on the rise. Does Russell Wilson make them a true contender in the AFC? We'll discuss right after this. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. SportsBet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. Ah, but they never told you the price that you pay for the things that you might have done. Only the good die young. That's what I said. Only the good die young. Only the good die young. What up, Montel? Billy Joel for you here on a Monday. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. As well as SWX Montana Television. Missed anything in the show? Montana Football Hour with some sound bites from Danny Sprinkle, Leon Costello of Montana State, Brian Holsinger from the University of Montana Women's Program. Also some debates about where the Bobcats are at as they've risen so rapidly through the ranks of the Big Sky Conference and how that directly reflects on the rival Grizzlies. Plus, Ryan Tutel's been riding shotgun, talking all things Bobcat Grizz athletics as well as NFL free agency. You can find everything from the first hour of today's show on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. Fun show tomorrow as well. I'm rounding up some interviews with some of the recently crowned state champions, so look forward to that. Can't tell you exactly who, but we'll hear from quite a few different subjects from around the state of Montana after state hoops wrapped up this last weekend at all four classifications. Also have our Treasure State Stars for tomorrow. And Justin Angle, a business angle, the overlay between business and sports. We'll talk Tom Brady's return Aaron Rodgers' giant contract, and some of the pros and cons of this rise by Montana State in terms of the way that the state of Montana is exploding. But i want, got to ask you one last thing here about the NFL, Ryan. Yeah. Russell Wilson traded yeah. to the Denver Broncos. Now, Huge. Colin Kaepernick's getting another shot in the NFL. That in itself is another storyline. But Russell Wilson to the Broncos, people that have studied that division, studied that team, there's a lot of Broncos fans around here in western Montana, throughout the state of Montana, and 
They have great defensive talent. They have a great core of young skill players. How much does Russell Wilson to Denver move the needle? Uh, A significant amount. Uh, I think, you know, it makes Denver, who was not competitive in their division, which is a very good division, competitive in their division. And if you're competitive in the AFC West, you're competitive in the AFC, period. Uh, So it's, it's a big deal. I don't know where... I don't know how big a deal. Like, if you're talking about Russell Wilson now or Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert, um, you know, I think it's an open conversation. Uh, and I am th- and I say that right now. The future, it's not an open conversation. The future is with those two dudes, not with Russell Wilson. But the next couple, three, four years, um, Russell Wilson has proven to be you know, a perennially elite quarterback. Now, this past season was probably his worst season. I think a lot of that had to do with his finger and his injury, and I think a lot of it is sometimes your time just runs out at a place, you know? That's not for everybody, but it is for a lot of people. So his, I think it's, a you know, an opportunity for rejuvenation for him in terms of his, um, how can I say, uh, 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 investment into the sport, you know, Great quarterbacks to a person and great players to a player in professional sports have a work ethic surrounding their sport that right. is just that the, 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 the common person just cannot appreciate. For sure. It is even the more difficult, I would imagine, to have that consistently over time, and particularly if you start to maybe be on a team that isn't that great anymore, you know, to continue to put in the time, put in the hours, bring the same energy, bring the same focus, bring the same sort of level-raising mentality, especially as a quarterback of a football team. So I think that this gives that back to Russell Wilson in a certain respect, and the Broncos are going to be huge benefactors of that. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I mean, I think Russell Wilson to Jerry Judy has all the makings of, you know, a great connection over the next couple of years, like one of the prolific connections in football. Does that mean that the Broncos are going to be an 11, 12 win team and go to the, go to the playoffs or can, you know, be the, be the champions of a very difficult division? I don't think so. I mean, I think that the chiefs are still better and I think the chargers are, the chargers still have to prove it at some level. Like the chargers still find a way not to get it done, but they got, I mean, if you want to take the the dudes, they got the dude who could become the best out of all these guys. We'll see. But Justin Herbert, had more rapid acceleration this last year than anybody. Yeah, it's just a, and they it's pick a, up Khalil Mack, not to mention. It, it's, I mean, it's Grandy's such a tough division because it, Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's still the third best quarterback in that division. I don't know about that. I think that they're. I think they all do great things uh, individually, and I think that it's just a matter of fit. But here's what I think: I think that 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 the Broncos went from being irrelevant to being very relevant, and Broncos fans should be thrilled about that. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, Ryan Tuto, riding shotgun. Thanks so much for being here, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Back at tomorrow, 4 p.m. We'll see you then. ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. 
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.